Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It is Room 104 with Talent Nation, Ireland's premium talent directory. Every talent, every occasion. See talentnation.ie. Still to come on the show, brand new feature for Tuesday evenings just uh, after 11 o'clock. It's called Control-Alt-Delete. Going to be sharing with you some of the craziest developments from the world of tech and science and stuff like that. So one of them involves using a virtual reality training device to help you get better at firing people. So you're literally talking to a guy whose name is Barry and there's a multitude of different responses he can give you from screaming, crying at you to being okay with the news. But there you go, that and some other... Uh, very strange, weird stories from the world of tech coming on Control Alt Delete a little bit later. Now, though, if you are a regular consumer of soft drinks or diet soft drinks and those zero calorie drinks that are kind of getting more popular now that sugar taxes come in, well, bad news. They may not be as good for you as once thought. Somebody who's after concluding a study and a survey of over 80,000 women has uh, revealed some interesting findings. Join us on the line to tell you more about it. Dr. Yasmin Musari. Rahmani, thank you very much for popping on the show this evening. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Really interested in this in a way, but also really kind of... You don't want to hear it. Uh, uh, yeah, that's exactly it. I really, I don't want to hear the bad news, but but doctor, what did you research recently into the effects that diet might have on people's health or diet drinks would have on people's health? What we worked on was a study that was the largest study of the effects of artificial sweetened beverages in older women. It comes from the Women's Health Initiative, which started over uh, two decades ago in the United States at 40 centers. And what we found is that women who reported drinking diet drinks, artificial sweetened uh, beverages, these are like diet sodas or diet fruit drinks. Mm. And we asked the question in 1996 to 2001. So it's whatever they were drinking at that time. So it could have been flavored by NutraSweet or saccharin or acesulfam um, K. We found that those who are having two or more compared to women who had it infrequently, so that's never or less than once a week, the high consumers had an excess risk of all types of stroke, well, particularly ischemic stroke. They were more likely to have the type of stroke that's called ischemic stroke, that's the clot in the brain. So that was 31% more likely to have this. And they were 29% more likely to develop heart disease and 16% more likely to die from any cause. And we looked at our different groups to see who was most at risk, women without any heart disease or diabetes, and um, women who were obese were about twice as likely to have a clot stroke compared to women who had low levels of diet drink. African-American women had almost a four times the risk when you compared the high to the low consumers and also a 
women with normal weight also had 1.24 times the risk of death from all causes, comparing, again, the high consumers to the low consumers. What was most interesting was that the risk with ischemic stroke was associated, we looked at a subtype that's associated with dementia, and that risk uh, increased. That type of stroke is called small artery occlusion. That's like a blockage in the small arteries of your brain. If you have one or two of these strokes, it's not a big deal, but if you have frequent small artery occlusion, then you're more at risk for dementia. So that risk was about twice with women who are having the high versus low uh, consumption of diet drinks. And these are the women who didn't have any heart disease or diabetes when they started the studies. So this research gives us pause. We don't want people to panic if they're having, uh, you know, the occasional diet drink. But the question is, we're seeing an association. It doesn't mean that diet drinks cause stroke and heart disease and increase dying earlier, but it means that uh, there's a link that we need to investigate more fully. So what do we do now? The question is, there are different options. Uh, my job really is to report the research, but there are a lot of different options. Do, does one switch to having these diet drinks less frequently? Does one switch to water? And of course, in Ireland, there's always tea. Um, yes, there is. Or when we go to you know the football club to you know, watch our games. I know my, my husband and sons are fans of soccer or football, as you say over there. Mm. What do you have when you're um, when you're attending the football club? You know, are there flavored water drinks or whatever? So these are kind of things to think about. So the research gave us pause. So we have to do more research, figure out, is it the artificial sweeteners? Is it the coloring? You know, they put caramel coloring in these drinks and other coloring. What is it that's associated with this link? So we need more research to look at whether there are any genetic or environmental factors at work here, whether there are some other things going on with the gut bacteria. That's now a hot area of research and health to see whether these artificial sweeteners affect the gut bacteria. So anyway, all this is showing is the risk is only like two of a stroke, two per thousand people per year. Incidence rate is low for each person. So each person has to judge according to how they fit into the profile of individuals who are studied in the research. So that's pretty much the bottom line. Any type of research, when you see the findings, you, you want to think about, well, how many people were in the study? In our study, we had 81,000 postmenopausal women. These were women who were 50 to 79 years of age when they entered the study. So how does one compare to the women? How closely do the backgrounds match? So these are the kind of things you want to ask when you hear about research and how often were there other studies that found the same things. Well, in our case, there were previous studies, which is why we followed this kind of line of thinking. There was a study done in 2017 at, at the Framingham Heart Study Offspring Cohort where they saw an association again with stroke and Alzheimer's disease and high consumption of diet drinks. And they've run up some other studies and a new study coming from Harvard saw higher uh, risks from cardiovascular mortality with drinking more diet drinks. So again, there's a lot of research that needs to be done. Again, a time for caution. Yeah. Can I ask you, like, are you better than, there probably isn't any research comparing, are you better off with diet drinks or like the full sugar versions of these drinks? So mm. is there any indication where you might just as well kind of go have the two full fat versions of the drink for want of a better word? So the question about whether the full sugar is better than the diet drinks, they unfortunately drinking a lot of the sugar sweetened beverages uh, has been associated with obesity, with even uh, cancer and other 
um, adverse health outcomes if you have frequent uh, amounts of it. So it, the idea it was not for people to go back to having the regular <laughs> sugar <laughs> drinks, but to, uh, I'm hoping that's not going to happen because of this research, but that we kind of think of their other alternatives. Again, this is um, yeah. something that the policymakers need to weigh in on and, again, more research. But yeah, we don't want people to rush back to their full sugar version because, you know, one can be loaded with this, um, eight or more teaspoons of sugar. So I'm doomed. Not. Yeah, I, I think we're all doomed. But it's mad because we introduced in Ireland the sugar tax. I think was it this year or last year? Yeah, I think it was last year, yeah. So there's now a, a sugar tax on those carbonated fizzy drinks, which makes them obviously more expensive. And the idea is to discourage you from buying them. So you go towards the diet and the zero versions of those drinks. And now we're learning. <laughs> that actually they're not good either. But I'm addicted to sugar. Like, would you just have water? Well, what I was told before is flavor your water with like a lemon or a lime or a slice of an orange or something. That can help. So you still get some of the kind of sweetness from it, but it's not just boring water. Because I remember actually on that note, I was going, um, okay, I'm going to be healthy. I am addicted to sugar. I cannot go a day without eating chocolate. Even if I'm getting a coffee, I'll get a cappuccino and I'll ask for chocolate on top of the cappuccino. I just have to have it every single day. So I was trying to be healthy a few years back and flavored water was the kind of thing. So I was like, this is brilliant. It's flavored and it's water. So it's nothing. And then someone told me, no, no, but it's all sweetened. So you might as well just have the sweetened drink. So I just feel like we're doomed. And you're trying to be good. You're going into a supermarket and you're trying to buy the low fat and the low calorie and all yeah. this stuff. And then you realize there's sweetener in it. Or I was making you a cup of tea the other day and I was like, do you want the real sugar or do you want the sweetener in it? I'm all about the real sugar. Yeah, you were like, was it just as bad? So listen, I, I know your your research only looked, well, not only, but looked mm. at obviously a huge amount of, of women and the links with stroke and heart disease. And you know, it's not obviously, you have one can of Diet Coke today. You're not going to just drop all of a sudden. It's, you know, it's a very particular group of women, particular age group. But any advice for a struggling Saoirse and anyone else listening who's like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to be quote-unquote good and healthy. Is there any alternatives that we know that might be the best for now? Again, this was just study that looked at a link, as you mentioned, and we don't necessarily say that it died during cause stroke, but given the results of this research and other research, the whole idea is just to be more cautious of what one is drinking, and maybe if you're having two diet sodas a day to consider perhaps cutting down or mm. switching to water or tea, or when you have tea, you certainly don't put eight teaspoons of sugar. You know, that's what you get in, uh, like caramel in, in your soda, right? I mean, you don't load it with sugar, which is what you're getting in these, you know, if you could have regular sodas. So, you know, consider teas or whatever, you know, the regular teas you have there, but not to panic because of this research. Again, we asked the question once. We didn't have opportunity to ask it beyond that one time. So it's just based on one question. We collected all these outcomes over 12 years, the, the stroke and heart disease. We continue to collect outcomes. So for practical reasons, it's just like being more aware of what you're drinking. Our job in the media is to cause widespread panic so people (laughs) start going, oh my God, we're all doomed. (laughs) No, 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 we don't want it it to be (laughs) panic. The other thing that I wanted to ask you about, which has been brought up before, and and maybe you might be able to help shed some light on it, is there's been maybe a link between these artificial sweeteners and increasing appetite. Do we know anything about that? Like if you have a diet drink, are you more likely to kind of have more cravings during the day or is there anything we know around that? There was some 
research that these artificial sweeteners may have some effect on taste perception. I think we're just at the tip of the iceberg. We don't know enough. We've just started doing the research on gut microbiota and so far I think only saccharin and sucralose and these are non-nutritive sweeteners mm-hmm. and stevia which is a natural sweetener change the composition of the gut microbiota. So we just like need to ask our researchers to just do more work and do long-term work you know, to assess you know all these different sweeteners and again it could be something else in the drinks too like I mentioned the caramel yeah. coloring is considered an advanced glycated product which means it increases inflammation in the body so it could be other things as well but we just need more research and now because science has moved so far in advance that we can see more than we saw before in the blood I mean we can see the metabolome and there are like hundreds and two thousand metabolomic products from you know the foods we eat from lipids and carbohydrates it's not just carbohydrates and lipids but maybe 50 types of lipids 50 types of carbohydrates so we have better um, devices to look at what's in our blood in the biospecimens to see what effects these drinks have on our bodies I think like social media where adding all this kind of horrible havoc in our brains and food wise as well like going back to when our parents were younger or grandparents were younger everything was organic yeah. homegrown they had basic staple foods and yet now we're going for diet this diet that when you look at the ingredients in the back there might be 20 ingredients in you know a health bar or healthy version of something else well that, it's telling you it's healthy but when you actually look at the back there's added loads of things so, so, so we just need to become farmers again yeah we, we down just the need country to and sort our lives out. have some water have <laughs> yeah. the odd cup of tea and uh, have some potatoes <laughs> But, but that's a good point. Uh, reading nutrition facts label is very important. Looking at the whole ingredients. In the United States, I'm, I'm probably there as well, what the product has most of is listed first. So you can look at the ingredient list and see what's in the in the product. And then also you have the bold face, which tells you the calories and the sugars as well. So yeah, that's a really good um, point to make sure to read the labels, the nutrition labels. So you know just how much damage and bad stuff you're putting into yeah. your body as you're going through the fourth kind of diet, whatever it is. Dr. Yasmin, most of our Romani, before we let you go, if somebody wants to find out more about the research and look into it a little bit more, is there somewhere online you'd recommend they uh, can find it? You can Google my name or the American Heart Association put a news release about the study. They can just Google diet drinks, American Heart Association, and they'll get all the articles. The article was published in the Journal of Stroke, and that was in February, so they can take a look at the stroke article. It's in detail. They're interested, and it's a free download, so anyone can take a look and hope this is helpful. Lovely. Well, again, thanks a million for giving up your time. We will share those links out through the station's uh, Twitter and Facebook as well. So, Dr. Yasmin Osavar, Romani, thanks a million for popping on this evening. That was great. Thank you so much for having me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.